Good afternoon once again. This is the great Matt Geib coming to you from the Pacific Northwest with the Kingdom Corner, where we dissect and discuss and marinate on all things about the Kingdom of God, where Jesus has prayed that the Kingdom of God would come to earth as it is in heaven. And so that's what we've been looking at. We started this podcast a month ago, and now we're into a series on understanding what the kingdom of God really is. And this is part two. I want to title this, The Goodness of the Kingdom of God. The Goodness of the Kingdom of God. Let me ask you a question, folks. When you think of sharing the kingdom of God, what do you think of? Do you think of sharing the salvation message, of sharing the four spiritual laws, of letting people know that they're sinners and that they need a Savior? That is such a small part of it. We're going to get into this uh, message today, and we're going to learn some new things about what the goodness of the kingdom of God means and how we're supposed to transact that and broker that here on earth as the sons and daughters of God. Let's begin to look at some scriptures. And I know we've, we've maybe touched on these before. Maybe first we should go back and review. The last time we discussed this, we said that the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven were interchangeable terms. I believe Matthew spoke to a Jewish crowd or a Jewish group of people. They never wanted to use the name God, so he referred to the kingdom of heaven, whereas the other authors would use the kingdom of God. And it's the same thing that they're talking about, though sometimes scriptures show that from the tenor of the scripture that it's talking about a different aspect or meaning of the kingdom of God. We've talked about exegesis, the exiting out of the meaning from scripture last week. We talked about a number of scriptures in Revelation where it shows that the kingdom of God is for a time when we reach heaven, when this earth has been wrapped up, and actually when there's a new heaven and new earth created for the saints of God. We showed that last week, that it's for a future time. And yet a lot of people in the church today, when they hear kingdom of heaven or kingdom of God, that's what they think of. But we began to unwrap last week and unpack that the kingdom of God was so much more than pie-in-the-sky heaven when I die, when I'm raptured, that it's for the here and now. Jesus said, John the Baptist both said, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand or near. It's right beside you, just like this microphone today is beside me in this studio. The kingdom of God is right beside you. It's for the now. It's for our present time. It's relevant for today. Last time we spoke, the episode was called The Relevance of God's Kingdom. So those are some things to keep in mind to bring us back to what we've been talking about. And now we're going to go into the goodness of the kingdom of God. And we're going to talk about that a little bit. And I want to first point you to Acts chapter 10 where Peter had had a vision in Caesarea of going to the Gentiles and sharing the gospel of these unclean animals, that he should partake of them. And he almost refused that. But a man came to him and said, no, you're supposed to go share with this group of Gentiles. 
And so he went to this house and he began to unpack the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, that it wasn't just for the Jews, but it was for the whole world. It was for the Gentiles. And he kind of wraps it up in verse 38 of chapter 10. You know of Jesus of Nazareth, how God anointed him. See, they already heard of Jesus' ministry. So God had anointed him with the Holy Spirit and power and how he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. So he was doing the kingdom of God work by doing good, healing all who were oppressed of the devil. Let's tie in another scripture we had read before about this, where he said, but if I cast out demons, Matthew 12, 28, by the spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. If I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, Matthew 12, 28, then the kingdom of God has come upon you, Acts 10, 38. Jesus is doing good acts wherever he goes, and along with that, he's doing things like delivering people from demons, bringing healing to people, showing them a new covenant this way. And so those things are tied together. That's scripture number two I wanted to share. Number three We've talked about this one, 1 Corinthians 4.20, For the kingdom of God does not consist in words, but in power. And I talked about last time we were together, there has been a lot of preaching about the kingdom of God and about salvation and what that means and about deliverance and all these things in kind of an allegorical sense. But we're talking about something that the power of God will be in that preaching and in demonstration, not just preaching and talking, and actually heal the blind eye, actually raise people from the dead, actually cleanse the leper. And we have lepers in our society today, like people with STD and people with HIV and even mental illnesses uh, that they're shunned from society. Those are our lepers today that Jesus wants to heal through the ministry of doing good works of the kingdom. So that would be the next scripture. The kingdom of God is to be about the nature of God. It's supposed to be about God's nature in power, grace, love, and beauty. It's supposed to be a demonstration of those things. So let's move on. I want to put a, a several scriptures here together to paint a beautiful picture for you about the kingdom of God. And we're going to go back and we're going to highlight the word kingdom a bit. So we want to talk about that. We'll go back to what I've chosen as the theme scripture for the Kingdom Corner podcast, and that's Psalms 145, 10 through 13. All your works shall praise you, O Lord, and your saints shall bless you. They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom. There it is, the word kingdom. And talk of your power to make known to the sons of men his mighty acts and the glorious majesty of his kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures throughout the ages. So we're talking about the kingdom being established. We're talking about the glory, and glory actually means goodness, the goodness of the kingdom being shown to the men in this world and women of this world. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. Let's tie that in with Isaiah 9, 6, and 7. A very timely verse, of course, for this holiday season. I'm sure you all know it. Isaiah 9, 6 to 7. For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest upon his shoulders. 
and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. There will be no end to the increase of his government or of peace on the throne of David and over his kingdom. You see, Jesus came from the lineage of David. We're talking about the Son of God being born and that the government will rest upon his shoulders. And it goes on to say he will establish it and uphold it with justice and righteousness. Those are good things. That's goodness. From then on and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. And then let's throw in another verse that we brought way back in the beginning of the kingdom corner. For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Habakkuk 2.14. The knowledge of the glory of the Lord. And the glory means the goodness of the Lord. And we talked about in our Psalm 145, our theme verse for the kingdom corner, that this was a kingdom, they shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and the glorious majesty of the kingdom. See, this glory and the kingdom go hand in hand. They go together. There's a glory, there's a goodness in the kingdom, and it was brought and put on the shoulders of Jesus and then passed on to us to show out and to show forth this glory in this land. As the waters cover the sea, with the knowledge, and we're talking about an intimate knowledge, the knowledge that a man has of his wife and a wife has of her husband. Not just a cursory knowledge of maybe like you meet the mailman or something for the first time, but an intimate knowledge, an experiential knowledge. We're talking about this glory and goodness of the kingdom of God covering and filling the earth from one end to the other in such a way that people experience it. That's what we're talking about as the oceans cover the sea. And when we talk about kingdoms, I want to just paint this picture further for you. You know, we don't use that word so much today. Maybe they still call Britain the kingdom of Britain because they have a king and a queen or they have a queen. But we talk about world powers nowadays, like Russia, like China, like the United States. Now think of those nations. Think of China. Think of Russia. What do you think of? Uh, I think of China, they're in the news now, trying to bring pressure upon Hong Kong, which is still free, that they want to take it back over again to rule over it and to kind of put their thumb on it and tell them what to do. We know that over the years since World War II, millions of people were killed there for their belief in freedom. Same with Stalin and Russia. We think of these powers as being cruel, controlling, it wouldn't be like the United States where we're a country of freedom. That's the contrast. And people come here to be free and to do what they want. And they don't have to go from one area to another and check in. But I can go from here to California or here to New York, and I don't have to check in with the government. Whereas in those countries, they do. I believe another symbol of this is the Statue of Liberty, which was given to us by France in 1886, kind of as a token of their respect for us and freedom and liberty and how they helped liberate us from Britain, who was trying to put the screws on us, extra taxes and things like that. And also it's come to mean more because we helped liberate France from the Nazis in World War II, who were very uh, fascist government, who wanted to control people and tell them, what to do, whereas people come to the United States because of the freedom we have here. Some poor immigrant can sail over here and 
They might not have much to their name, maybe a few dollars, and they can rise to fame or they can rise to wealth. It's still the greatest land of opportunity. That's what we're talking about. The kingdom of God is a kingdom of of goodness, a kingdom of freedom, a kingdom of liberty. And we, as sons and daughters, are to herald that message out to the world. Another thought we talked about, Malkuth is the name for kingdom. It means royalty. It has to do with reigning. It has to do with an empire. It has to do with a royal dominion. That's the kingdom of God, and that's the goodness of the kingdom of God that we want to see established here on earth. And we also talked about in this passage in Psalm 145, it has been hidden. Well, it's been hidden all right. The church has not understood what that really means, but God is opening this up to us now, what the kingdom of God means and what we are to uh, do as his sons and daughters in letting this word out. Let's go on. I'm going to read Matthew to kind of highlight this a little more about opening up the revelation of the kingdom of God that's been kind of hidden from the church. Matthew 24, 14, something for you to think about. This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all the nations, then the end will come. Now, some evangelical Christians, spiritual Christians, have thought if we just go about all over the world and preach the four spiritual laws and that everybody needs to get saved and baptized, then Jesus will come. But I tell you, no, we need to share and preach the gospel of the kingdom, the goodness of the kingdom that is demonstrated not just in word but in power and in miracle power of setting people free from demons, of healing the sick, of causing blind eyes to see, of delivering from demonic forces. I don't believe we've even begun to skim the surface of that message uh, being sent out or being heralded out to the world. I think we have a ways to go uh, to see that done. But God is opening it up to us. It's no longer going to be hidden from us. And that's part of coming out of religion into relationship with the Father and being a co-worker in his kingdom. Let's read one more scripture, Romans 14, 17. For the kingdom of God is not meat or drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. It's a spiritual mindset. It's a spiritual kingdom. It's not about laws and do's and don'ts. It's about righteousness, peace, and joy, the goodness of God. And when people really experience that in their knower, as I call it, or their heart, I just believe they will melt before the presence of God. They will do those things necessary to come in relationship with Jesus. They will give their heart to him. They will repent of their sins and turn to him. And again, repent for the kingdom of God is near. Repentance is a change of mind. We must have a change of mind about what it is to herald the message of the kingdom of God. It's not just preaching the salvation message, get saved, let Jesus into your heart, but it's showing the goodness of God to the world. And that is the message today, the goodness of the kingdom of God. I want you to come back next time where we're going to begin to talk about the demonstration of the kingdom of God. We're going to go in this deeper. Please, please subscribe to the podcast, The Kingdom Corner, at iTunes or on Google. We love to have you back, and we love to discuss the things of the kingdom, 
the goodness of the kingdom. Repent. Change your mind. The kingdom of God is near you and right beside you today in order for you to take it up and herald that message. You have the goodness of God within you if you have his spirit and you can begin to shone forth the kingdom message. You can begin to pray for people to be healed and delivered and God will begin to empower you, begin to empower the church to do that. God bless you.